Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad? I'm sorry, say that again. I said, were you out refereeing today? <laughs> um, so if I didn't talk about this before, um, I'll talk about it now. Yeah. Um, while I see uh, one of our guests zooming in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. there we are. Hi. Okay. How you doing? We're together. Oh, that's what's yeah, up. we're here together. Yes. And I see two of our guests zooming in. Um, uh, no <laughs> pun intended, right? <laughs> so the question is, why am I wearing a referee shirt, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I am wearing a referee shirt because uh, for the past 11 or 12 years, I have lost track. I have been a volunteer at the local YMCA in Harlem, um, coordinating the local intramural basketball program. What does that mean? That means that uh, I start with registration. Um, we get however many kids. Um, they're usually from 5 to 11 years old. Uh, we do a basketball camp for the first couple of weeks where you know, we give them the basic basketball skills because they all walk in there thinking they're LeBron and Jordan, yet uh, you know, none of them actually know how to dribble a basketball, but they got the shirts on, they got the sleeves on their feet, I mean, on, they got the latest sneakers, but they can barely dribble a basketball. So we put them through basketball camp first, and then we break them up into teams, and then we do an intramural um, uh, schedule where they play each other um, for about, uh, I don't know, six to eight weeks, and then we do a championship game. And I have been trying to retire since year five, but I can't find anybody to take my place. Um, so I'm stuck with it. See, that, that, that's what happens when you become horribly efficient at doing a thing, right? Oh, so yes, yes. The better you are, the more, the more they keep you doing it, yes. Right, right. So um, the first thing I'm going to see say is uh, welcome back to another episode of Single Dad, Why You Mad. So what's the best way to pronounce it? So, so yeah, I want to get to that. I'm going to get to that, right? Okay. Hang tight with that because that's going to be great, right? Um, but the first thing we like to do is we like to talk about our weeks. Um, real quick, Clark and I, before we um, uh, uh, move on uh, to our guest. So Clark, how was your week? My week was good. Um, you know, from a parenting standpoint, my oldest daughter discovered that it sucks to adults. You know, she's 19, she's in her second semester of college, and it became the choice between hanging out, doing family stuff, like lounging around, watching a movie, and, oh, I have the opportunity to go out, babysit overnight, and make some coin. So being my kid, she absolutely was like, uh, Family's nice, but fuck you guys. I'm going to make some money. And she grouched the entire way through it, slamming the door. She walked out, right? But it didn't stop her from going. <laughs> and she made some money. And she made some, she made some money, and she got food dropped off for her because I didn't end up cooking. I ordered Chinese, whatever. But, so okay. today she gets spoiled, and you know they get what they want. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I didn't have anything that jumped out outstanding, outstanding, except I just want to, um, you know, touch on something real quick, right? Mm -hmm. So 
in all the years that I have been doing this, first of all, I suck at basketball, right? I can't shoot a ball to, uh, uh, for nothing. If you want me in the game, it's simply because you want to give somebody a break and catch <laughs> their breath, and you want somebody else on the other team to foul out because that's what I do. I go in there and I rough people up and I cause people to get upset and then they get some fouls thrown. Um, and, uh, you know, either somebody's going to get some more fouls on them or get fouled out. So that's what you put me in there for. So we're, we're, we're on the same page, basically. Like, okay, we're, all right. Yeah. We're, we're completely flouting the stereotype. But Both. one thing that I can do, right, is mm-hmm. that um, I can coach, right? And by coach, I mean, you know, every year, you know, there are these kids that come in um, that are sometimes emotional, right? Yeah. And I had one today that got emotional because I guess a call didn't go his way and he went over in the corner and he started, you know, pouting and crying and his parent came downstairs and said, no, he's not playing no more. And I said, give me a minute with him. And I go in the corner and I whisper in his ear, you know, all of the things that I needed to say, you know, that this can't be emotional for you, that this is the way life is. Things are not always going to go the way you want them to go. And you need to be able to bounce back and get in this thing. And, uh, you know, it took all of a minute and he stood up and he got back in the game. And, and how old are these kids? Uh, five to 11. So this kid was probably 10. Okay. So um, that is the greatest accomplishment here. That and being able to exercise my whistle and call a technical on parents in the stands or coaches whenever they act up. Because the coaches, their kid is usually on their team and they go, you know, ape shit also if something doesn't go their way. But um, outside of that, you know, uh, my week was pretty good. So um, we want to introduce our guest. And I would like to start really with, um, why don't you each give us your name, tell us where you're from, and then tell us a little bit about yourselves. Okay, uh, but uh, you, you mean uh, our Instagram names or our real names? Whichever name you <laughs> want to give up. You be however transparent that you'd like to be. Ah, okay, okay. Well, uh, in daily life, uh, my name is Bianca, but, uh, um, well, we know you guys from the Gram, uh, and that's why I'm called Senora Netjes. So uh, I used to live in the Caribbean for four years, and uh, I moved back uh, to the Netherlands uh, one and a half year ago. So uh, I have a kid from uh, nine years old, a boy, uh, and um, well, about one year ago, uh, I uh, met a lovely neighbor who's sitting right beside me, <laughs> and her kid uh, was in the same uh, class as my uh, uh, as, as, as for my my son. So, uh, and then we, uh, yeah, from the from the first moment, we just really uh, uh, it it clicked, and and before we knew it, we became really good friends and started making uh, silly videos for the gram, and uh, that's that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Gonda. Uh, actually, in Holland, we say Gonda with a G, uh, but you can say Gonda. It's maybe more easy. So, and on the in Instagram, uh, my name is Look at Gone, you know, from Look at Gone, me, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> so, and uh, uh, I'm also from, oh, yeah, uh, Diemen, yeah we live in Diemen, that's a small village near Amsterdam. Actually, it's more a suburb of Amsterdam. So maybe you heard of it because now it's 
in Holland in the coronavirus. News. We have the coronavirus. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. So that really put us on the map as, a, <laughs> as the most famous uh, village in the Netherlands at this, at this moment. Nobody is uh, willing to come here anymore. But, but basically, we're from Amsterdam. I'm a, in my daily life, I'm a casting director. And uh, in the evenings, uh, I'm, uh, I make videos for Instagram. Yeah. So that's how we met you. Right. And yeah. you have a child also? I have two kids, two sons. Uh, my oldest son is 14 and my youngest is 11 years old. So uh, both of you are single moms? Yeah. Okay. And your Instagram or, or the name I know is Stunt Moms. <laughs> yes. Actually, so, I call myself the single stunt mom. The single stunt mom. Where did that come from? Because I do all the stunts myself. Um, actually, lately we don't have so many stunts anymore, but uh, I started with sliding over a banana, like stunts <laughs> like that, or a skateboard with shopping bags, uh, doing my groceries in slow motion, in slow motion. <laughs> that was also really, uh, for me, a dangerous stunt because it's, uh, I'm not so um, very good with it, but I do them myself, yeah. so. Well, you also rolled over the dunes in, in Morocco. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, also, yeah. See, I did a lot of stunts. Yeah. Uh, and in slow motion, it looks really awesome. Back so. in the days, I did some some serious stunt, stunt work on my Instagram. But now oh. mostly um, other stuff. But well, so, of course, sing, uh, being a single mom is, is, uh, is being a stunt mom by definition. Being, okay. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Being a single parent is being a stunt parent by definition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, how long have you been single moms? Uh, for me, I divorced six years ago. Um, my kids are not listening and also not my ex-husband, so I can uh, speak freely. <laughs> uh, actually, I felt like a single mom for almost all the time. When I was married, I felt more single than uh, I was not. So yeah, it, it, somehow you get like uh, this, it's not really stigma, but people think you're really like, you, you're in need of help because you're a single mom and there's all these things people, uh, people think a lot about you, but Sometimes in a marriage, you know, you're even way more uh, lonely and alone than after a marriage, it, in my experience. So it was a lot more of you being married, but not getting a lot of help in terms of the kids, or was it not much of a partnership in terms of supporting you too? Yeah, both, both, both. yeah, yeah. Bianca, how about you? Yeah, Bianca, how about yourself? Um, well, um, I, I'm in good contact with uh, the father of my kids. Uh, he's still living on Curaçao, so that made me a, a single mom because before um, we had a very good co-parenting uh, thing going on on the Caribbean. Uh, yeah, it was like we moved to Curaçao and then after one year we broke up there, basically. And uh, that's when I, uh, I moved out and... Um, uh, yeah, we, li we lived very uh, nearby each other, so, um, and, and we could just split uh, all the care 50-50, it was no problem, but because I moved back with my kid here to the Netherlands, and I don't, uh, yeah, uh, that made me a uh, single mom by definition. 
So he's only coming over uh, every once in a while for a longer period uh, for, for the time being. I mean, he's in the process of uh, repatriating uh, back to uh, the Netherlands. So. Uh, you said kids? I th thought you had no. one. No kids, kids. So you have more than one? No, 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 one, one. kid. Oh, yeah. one kid. Okay, one kid. So um, culturally, right, in the United States, years ago, it used to be that uh, uh, the mom stayed home and took care of the kids, and the dad is the one that went out and worked. So the mom was sort of like the primary nurturer. Is that the way it is in your culture? It used to be, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. And uh, in, in the 50s, you were uh, fired from your job when you got married. No, so, I'm not in the 50s still? Yes. Still? Yes, no, yes, 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 yes. No, you didn't get fired. Yeah, you got fired. You must be older, like the 30s. No, it's. it's no, with the 50s was that you still needed, to, your, your husband still needed to sign if a package <laughs> was being dropped. Was it still? Yeah. 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 Wow. Wait, your so, husband had to sign off? Yeah, in the, in the 50s, in the Netherlands, yes. Yeah. You, he had you to sign your... what? Explain that. He had to sign what? Like yeah. if, you get the, if you get a package or something, it's a sign. You know, you're, you had to, your husband needs, needs everything uh, signed. You couldn't ha have your own bank account without the signature of your husband and stuff like that. But okay. nowadays, it's changed completely because you cannot afford to uh, have a house anymore without two incomes. So now the... Both parents are working. And you say that, um, uh, Donna, that um, you sort of felt alone or single when you were um, married. Explain yeah. some of that. Tell us what you mean by that. Um, because uh, I didn't get any uh, support. I had to like raise my kids actually by myself. And uh, because he had not much of an income i also took care of the in our income so basically my divorce was getting rid of one kid <laughs> so i had <laughs> it is. yeah it's i mean you can laugh about it but it's really serious yeah. so, uh, and then uh when you're married everybody expects uh that you do it together and uh so nobody's coming over to cook you dinner or help you out with something because you're, you know, you're, you're this, you have this marriage. Right. Even if you don't, you, every, you have to do everything by yourself. People, yeah, you don't interfere in a marriage. And as soon as I uh, was divorced, uh, my parents came over all the time. Uh, I got more in contact with friends. Uh, everybody came over, helped me out. We took care of each other's kids. You know, the, the whole, the whole, community around me was growing. So, um, yeah, so I got now definitely much more support and uh, uh, company actually as well than in my marriage. It's it, it, a bad story, but it's, you know, also not because I, for me, it was a good decision. Yeah, we didn't ask the foundational question, but we're kind of diving into it now. Um, so whenever we, we conduct these kinds of conversations, the first question we ask is, how the fuck did you get here? Whereas with the best of intentions, you know, coupled with this other human being and bringing these lives into the world, how did you end up being a single parent? So, so Ganda, you touched a bit on it. Bianca, how'd you end up being single? Well, I, I came to a point that I, uh, 
yeah, I, I thought, okay, is this it? Because uh, if it is, I don't want to continue 50 years like this. I mean, it's not that, I mean, I, I, I still love him in a way, but it's just, it's more like a, a brother-sister relationship, you know? And um, I, I had a feeling that I, I uh, like we weren't bringing out the best in each other anymore and instead uh, <laughs> bringing out the worst probably. <laughs> so then you, uh, yeah, then it, I think it's better to... Uh, to to discuss if, if if that's the way we want to continue and well we decided it was it wasn't so and uh, like I said the the, the co-parenting went very well and I uh, I'm looking forward to it that 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 phase will uh, re-enter my life again uh, somewhere in this year um, and then yeah I won't feel like a single mom anymore because then you're just uh, because everything is divided equally. How long were you guys together before you split? Uh, almost eight years. Wow. Yeah, me about 11, I think. And how old were your kids when you, when you finally split? Four and seven. Uh, I think mine was five. And, and what was your family history, like your mom and dad? Were your moms and dads both, you know, together forever, happily ever after? I won't say happily ever after, but ever after, yes. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a good team. Uh, it's, I, I don't know if they're like, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the marriage. I'm like, oh, yes, that's how I want to end up. But um, they're, I think, pretty fine with it. And they uh, never, ever fight. I don't think that's a good sign. <laughs> that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. They never had any fights whatsoever when we were young and still not. So, but they, they have a way of, you know, they adapt to each other and they, um, they're now traveling around the world seven months, seven, six months a year with their camper van, with all other um, uh, people who are retired. <laughs> so yeah, this is it's different. We don't have many divorces in my family. I think they they still uh, they, I think they were happy when I got divorced. And most of the people in, in my surroundings were like was a big relief. Uh, but at the same time, they're um, really worried because I'm a woman alone and can you deal with everything? Can you you know they're worried about all these ideas in their heads. Yeah. And how about you, Bianca? Um, well, uh, uh, my parents were happily together, uh, but uh, not very long, unfortunately. Uh, when I was 15, my father died of cancer. And when I was 21, my mother died of cancer. So uh, it was six years in between. And, um, uh, but before that time, they were, they were really happily married. And um, after my father died, my, my mother hardly could get over it. Uh, I really saw her. Well, almost uh, perishing from heartbreak <laughs> for years. So, um, yeah, that, that's, um, that's the picture that I had seen before. <laughs> and what are the um, rules with respect to divorce or the laws with respect to divorce um, in the Netherlands? So, um, you know, in, in the United States, you know, Clark will tell you that, you know, you can work out a divorce where, you know, I have the kids X number of days and you have the kids X number of days. And then 
you know, the court sort of comes up with this structure for financial support where, you know, if the parent lives with one more than they live with the other or whatever else it is, you know, one parent is required to provide the other parent with financial support, which is X number of dollars or X number of percentage of their income. Is that the way it is in the Netherlands? Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, exactly the same. And, uh, and uh, of course, amounts uh, diverse and uh, uh, vary. I mean, uh, it also depends what, what, to what kind of uh, solution you come together, really. Yeah. So you work on that by yourself? So you don't yeah, take I mean, yeah, for first, with a, you have to uh, work out of a co-parenting plan with a mediator um, before you go to court and can actually divorce now. That's a new law that you have to um, to make a whole plan, how you're dividing uh, the time, the money, uh, uh, all the agreements you have. So first you have to work that out together. So, you, you, so you're left to your own devices for the most part with that mediator as that the central like non-interested party to help you come to the, the, that agreement before you can even get divorced. Yes. No, no. Well, you don't need to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and if you if you if it's not not working out, you have to get a both a lawyer. But you have before you can divorce, you have to uh, uh, agree on a, an ouderschapsplan. Yeah, an ouderschapsplan. But yeah. you don't. That's like a, a parental plan that she's talking about, and that discusses not only the financial stuff but also like uh, how do we divide uh, the the the, uh, the holidays. Holidays. And, uh, um, yeah, also also more ideological things. Even you can you can add to it, but um, uh, yeah, it, for me, I mean, I I never saw a mediator, but it was just because we were really on the same page with it. So, and I was also working in a in the courtroom. So, um, yeah, we just uh, we just filed for the. I mean, we just uh, how do you say it? Do you also say file for divorce when you do it together, or is it? Yeah, it, I mean, it's still yeah. yeah. I mean, we just needed uh, the stamp from the judge. That was it, basically. So Actually, one of my best friends is a divorce lawyer. So um, the moment I told her, like, I wanted to get a divorce, she said, okay, I'm coming over as soon as possible because uh, she has a lot of experience with divorce and said, now in this, in this stage, you, um, you, are, uh, you have the best interests of each other by heart. In a few months, that will change completely. So we have to do it fast. <laughs> so I'm coming over and uh, I'm bringing all the papers and we get this done tonight. So, okay. Uh, so she really likes whiskey. So I bought a, a good bottle of whiskey. And we sat down at our kitchen table with a bottle of whiskey. My friend, the divorce lawyer, and uh, my ex, soon-to-be ex-husband and me. And we just... Uh, Oh yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> serious interfering now. <laughs> um, and she uh, she just you know asked us stuff and filled in the stuff and we're like we agreed on everything so it was really easy. The situation was clear. Um, there was no discussion about things uh, we wanted the same. So we we did it in one night with one bottle of whiskey actually, and then wow. she filed it at the court and uh, a few months later we got the decision, so. So, so what, so what got, I'm sorry, go ahead, Clark. No, I was gonna ask, so it sounds like in both cases, your exes handled the divorce very well, and it didn't seem like it was a surprise to either one of them. Is that the case? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, 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 we were like in couple counseling for years, so, and then it didn't work, you know, so we were 
yeah, I think we, the, the, the difficult part for him, the anger and that he didn't, couldn't cope with it, came after the divorce. And that was exactly what my friend, the divorce lawyer, warned me about. So that's why she wanted to get it done as soon as possible. She, because she said the emotion, they come later. Yeah. And then, uh, then it's going to be nasty. Yeah. You don't want that. So what is your actual situation with respect to co-parenting now? It's, the, it's the, for this moment, but it's, it's changing all the time. There, uh, because of his housing situation, he doesn't have a, a house where the kids can live. So he first, the first few years, he um, saw the children in my house. Uh, and now he has his place f- for a couple of months, I think, and they can stay there two nights, one week, two nights, and the other week, three nights. And uh, for the rest, they live with me. Bianca? Uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, uh, I'm completely solo. So, um, yeah, I think twice or three times a year, we try that, that uh, his father comes over for a few weeks, like five weeks or so, if, if it's possible. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's it, basically. And, and sometimes uh, he can... Uh, and go to see his grandparents from his father, like the parents of his father, uh, that he can uh, have a sleep over there for uh, for half a week or so, and that's about it. So all the time uh, he's with me. So are the grandparents in the Netherlands with you guys, or uh, are they in the Caribbean with his dad? No, they're they're living in the Netherlands, but very far away, like uh, yeah, about two hour drive. So. It's not very easy to just uh, hey, can he sleep over or whatever. It really needs yeah. to be you know in, in, during a, some some kind of break uh, from school. And and do you ever find your, yourself in need of financial support? Like, is there ever a time? I mean, it's mostly on you now. Uh, in the Netherlands, we have a very nice system for these things. I mean, uh, uh, there are, are specific, uh, special budgets for um, single parents. So, uh, so you go, you just get um, an amount that uh, probably varies per person and per income, I think. But um, yeah, uh, so that's an extra support, and that's on top of uh, uh, some uh, alimentation alimony. Uh, I, I mean, I get alimony for my kids, but I don't get it for myself because I I never ask for that. I think it's ridiculous. I mean, I can make my own money, so I don't need some. Like <laughs> before that, I also was responsible for my own money, so I don't see uh, any uh, logical reason to do that. But uh, I, I think it's very nice that uh, that our government supports uh, single parents in in that way. So you're saying that there's a law on the books where if you are a single mom, the government provides support for you versus well, it's not. It's more in the tax. Uh... Tech stuff? Yeah, it de- but it depends how much the father is. is but like in my case, uh, his father is not here. So yeah. he's not, I mean, and then it's really, it's only my income. And just, uh, well, he pays about 200 euros a month for, to support him. Not me, but just to buy food and, and clothes and that kind of stuff. So, and um, um, yeah. But I think it's not only for single parents. I think it's for all the parents get an amount of money from the government. So it, it goes to mothers or fathers. It's not 
it's not uh, delineated by sex. So either parent, oh, no, if no, they're no, in a single parent no, situation. No, no. So it's for parents to support. Uh, uh, yeah, you also get, if your uh, child goes to daycare, you get yeah. also uh, money from the government, uh, depending on your income. If you have a really low income, the government pays a lot for your, uh, for your child support. Um, child for your day, how do you say yeah, it? Ch yeah, child, yeah. And if you have a high income, then you get less. Obviously, we have a, a tax system like that. Would you happen to know what the rate of single parentdom is in the Netherlands? No. Can you specify it? I don't know. I don't know. So, I, I don't know. There are a lot of divorced people, but yeah. I don't know. Don't. <laughs> that, was, that was actually one of my questions is, is, is there, because I've always read that, you know, it, you know, the Netherlands tends to be a lot more liberal and a lot more, you know, woman, not necessarily woman-centric, but centric on the idea of equality between the sexes and that there isn't as much of a stigma on divorce as there would be traditionally in the United States. Do you, do you, have you found that to be the case? No, no there's no, no, not at all a stigma anymore. No, yeah. I, I think uh, I probably know more people from my generation who already uh, split up, you know, <laughs> than yeah. that are happily married. That's really a... Uh, That's a unicorn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no stigma. Maybe if, if in some... Well, actually, I, I grew up... Circles. Yes, I grew up in a very Christian religious family, and there are not many... It's really rare in the Netherlands to find a Christian family. No, it just depends where you go. Yes. The Bible Belt is... Uh, yeah, so the, there's, there's some small villages who are very religious. <laughs> and I, uh, my family is from... from so I was a very strict Christian upbringing. My parents are not that strict anymore, and I just fell off my. Um, how do you say it? I got the gevallen the wagon. I quit every every religious thing when I was thirteen. So uh, I always was a bit of an outcast in my family. Um, so I still, uh, I think in the, in my uh, family circle there is a stigma, yes. But uh, in the rest, in the the Normal Netherlands, <laughs> no. <laughs> secular world, um, no. And most of it is secular in Holland. So. And is there um, a significant amount of single fathers in the Netherlands? Or do you see that primarily kids are with the moms when it comes to uh, single households? I think my situation where I take care of the kids uh, the, is, is more unique. The most of the people I know uh, they have a co-parenting. Yeah. They have co-parenting where yeah. the, the kid is split between the two parents. Yeah. yeah. A bit more evenly. Yes, definitely. Okay. All right. Um, both of you said that, uh, you know, sometimes when the dads come to visit, um, you know, it's for, you know, possibly, you know, a couple of days at a time, right? In her situation. Uh, yeah. Not, well, not days, it's more weeks because he's flying over from the Caribbean. So, uh, and when he and when he comes to stay, who's he staying with? Well, here because his son is living here and he goes to school here, so I have a big house, so no worry. <laughs> okay, so you think? Okay, so you beat me to the question. Has there ever been uh, any uh, attempt to rekindle? No. No, 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 that's, no, this is a long time ago that we ever discussed this and that was only theoretically, like, like hypothetically even, because it, 
now. You know that feeling, but perhaps it sounds a little bit lame. But what are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm, I'm like, it was an alcohol-induced conversation, probably. <laughs> We're drinking tea there. Yeah. Dr- <laughs> no, I'm not judging now. I'm saying between you and your ex. Already? That, that, oh, there. No. Yeah. yeah. No, not at all, no. But uh, but but do you know that kind the kind of situation when if you look at a person you think okay I mean if if I look at him I think okay he's 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 still an attractive man he looks attractive but I'm not attracted to him you know what I mean <laughs> like I I I don't I I really don't get turned on by the idea of going to bed with him again I mean that's that's so no <laughs> it doesn't work that way anymore so. And that, that's exactly the, the problem and why we cannot get back together with each other. Because then what, what are you together? Roommates who are constantly fighting also because you're uh, already used to going your own paths for years now. So, no. So, no, there, there was... That's what we are. <laughs> so, you're very good friends. You co-parent very well. But yeah. was the split due to arguing and sexual tension or was it just the arguing? Or lack of sexual tension, like there, there was. I think both. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I think, and this is probably a taboo. <laughs> but uh, um, taboo is what we do on this show, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, so let's let's get it out there then. Um, let's go. Well, uh, in my case, personally, I am. Um, uh, I really had the, the the birth of my son really had a big. Um, uh, how do you say it? Outworking. It, it really had a big influence on. Um, on, on my uh, sexual life with, with his father, uh, also uh, psychologically, of course, and things that got in between. But yeah, um, it, it never got the same anymore. Yeah. Totally ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing is, afterwards with other partners, I never had that same problem. But from that point on, it was, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really couldn't enjoy it anymore. That's only one thing, but... Uh, yeah. But there's more. There's there's layers to it. There always is. Yeah. Do you think? Do either of you think that um, because you both have boys, right? That um, there is a significant need for um, a man's presence in a boy's life. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and how do you think, if you think at all, or if you've thought about it at all? that that may have an effect on your sons now. Do you see anything that you say, okay, maybe this wouldn't be this way if his dad was around? It's a difficult question because uh, their dad is around, uh, not so so much, but uh, I don't think he is uh, very uh, attentive and present and he's not, he's uh, a really fun dad. And again, if he has the energy for it, he can come up with a lot of, uh, you know, fun stuff to do and he loves his kids and they feel their his love but he's also very absent in his mind and he's busy with his work and uh i don't think he ha- he, ha- he is a very good role model for them and uh i don't have many um male friends who are good role models actually <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> They, I, I sure think they missed it and they're going to have that it's going to affect them yeah because they're ma- mainly raised by crazy women <laughs> not even like normal women but then Bianca comes over and, and we're making Instagram videos and they're completely embarrassed and they're like 
oh my god our moms you know so i don't know so i don't even know if we are very good role models no, I, I, think, I think we're the best i mean come on. I, mean, I, I, I really can't stand normal people i think they're they're very creepy i mean everybody needs to be a little bit crazy right and bianca you feel the same way yeah, well, of course, um, in, in our case, it's a little bit different. Uh, he really misses his dad. Uh, on, uh, on the other side, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to um, make as much contact possible as, uh, as is possible. Uh, he can grab the phone whenever he wants to. Uh, they're playing uh, online games. Uh, uh, like I said, I also, I also let him in my house for a few weeks just because I, I, uh, I find it most... Um, important that uh, they have this contact together so if i have to uh, uh bite my lip for a few weeks <laughs> by <laughs> frustration then that's that's my problem you know yeah so you, so you both believe obviously it's important that yeah, yeah definitely. definitely yeah um talk a little bit about your daily routine you get up on monday morning and what i have breakfast with the boys first my oldest son goes to school then my youngest and i go to my job I work the whole day and I come back and my kids are already uh, back home then. Um, my oldest son goes to, uh, we call it um, middle school. So it's, uh, it's a high school for you probably. And then obviously he didn't do any of his homework uh, till I come <laughs> home. And my youngest son goes to an after school uh, daycare, but he now decided that he can cycle on his own. So he wants to come home a little bit earlier than me so that's okay with me so he so they're already home then cook dinner then we have dinner and then we do some homework yeah that's about it bianca um yeah i don't <laughs> i don't want to repeat too many things so uh, but um yeah uh, I, I i really have to you know get him out of the door like really okay get up do this do that uh, <laughs> in the meantime uh, um arranging everything from breakfast to uh, packing bags and get him out of uh, the house in time. Then I uh, um, jump in the shower myself and, and I'll go to work. Uh, and afterwards, uh, he also uh, he's also home already after uh, uh, daycare. Or is it daycare? Yeah, it's not really daycare. After school. Yeah, some daycare is for it's yeah. for small children, right? Or not? We have yeah, like okay, we yeah. have a school, and then after, after school, school, when parents yeah. are working, they go to a place. Uh, What's the name for it? After care, after, after care. school program. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, uh, and then after, so when I get home, uh, we'll cook together. Probably, I mean, uh, he, he likes to, to to help me out with that, and then. Um, yeah, usually we, uh, we we do things like watching Rick and Morty together. Or that kind of <laughs> it's an amazing and series. <laughs> now my, my, yeah. my oldest daughter is addicted to Rick and Morty. I haven't finished the last season. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I I assume that the Netherlands has sort of a liberal pro a, a, a liberal policy. So if your kids are sick or whatever else it is, it's easy just to get time off and stay home with them. Mm, well, depends. <laughs> yeah, I have sometimes so many appointments that it's really hard to stay home. If it's necessary, obviously, always. But sometimes I take them to my work if they're sick. They're, actually, my kids are almost never ill. No. Maybe once a year for two days or something. And then sometimes I just uh, take them to my job and they hang out there. And if they really have a high fever, obviously not. And sometimes I can work from home 
or uh, no, and they're also a little bit older now, eh? so I mean, if yeah. they have a flu or something, yeah, okay, just stay home. I have to go to work, you know. But I mean, if they're really throwing up, then I need to be there. Uh, yeah. Uh, transitioning to your social life, right? How everybody the- starts smiling when that yeah. came out. If it's possible to have a dating life, that's what I'm asking. That's, that's where we were going. How is your dating life? Well, you saw my post today <laughs> for my toenails. So is that your way of saying that your uh, social life is zero? Is that what no, you're no, no, not, not, at not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> no, actually, uh, since I'm single, I have the best social life because all of my friends come over and uh, I have a lot of uh, other single mothers in my um, surroundings and uh, our kids play together. So... I have, um, my social life is really um, vibrant. Yeah, more, way more vibrant than I was married. And obviously you need more contact, you know, when you're not in a relationship, you, you, you just you want to have contact. With, a lot of people come to my house, sit in my backyard and have dinner with, at my place. So that's, I really like that. And uh, I used to date a lot, like a lot. And I was really good in planning that. That, uh, <laughs> that I had once a week. I had for for like two years. I had only the Wednesday evening. That was my free evening, so that was my date night. And then obviously I uh, after work I said, oh, I can have only time for one drink. And I because you know I didn't want to spend the whole evening with somebody. I don't know if he's nice or not. So I just agreed on like. A drink for one hour and then afterwards I go to my second date which I already knew that was really nice I was have a second date with and sometimes also I uh, I did at my job at my work so then because I work at a casting agency I'm a casting director and I said okay you can come to I can't I don't have time because of my kids but uh, I, I want to see you so maybe you can come to my office and then pretend that you're an actor and you want to subscribe so we can like and and some guys were, of course, it's really like um, <laughs> sponsored. Oh, you're a hu- <laughs> wow! You're yeah. a hustler. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and so my colleagues they thought, oh, there's an actor coming for her, and that's actually my date. So, yeah, it, uh, I had a lot of excitement going on. So I, I managed my way around everything. And uh, also, uh, I had uh, I, in that time I mostly had like like a lover or maybe two, and they always lived clo- on my way from work till home. So, and that was also the period that my ex was babysitting my kids, our kids, in my house. So uh, then I said, I'll be home like uh, a bit later, one hour later, and I first. Right by my lover, and then I get got home. So that's how I'm, you know, I, I was. You get really. Um, you get creative. You, you get, get creative. really creative. Yeah, if you don't have so much time. Yeah. You, you 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 find time for it. I'm I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at has, you. Has has there ever been an instance where you met somebody um, and you were seriously involved and you introduced them to your kid or was thinking about introducing them to your kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I had a relationship with this guy, uh, for, um, two years, I think, but it was on off relationship and he was a lot younger than me. And, 
it took me a lot of months. It was the first guy I introduced to my children. They were, uh, and, and they were immediately very crazy about him. And he uh, got also involved in the upbringing. So he um, brought them to school or picked them up from school. And uh, so when that ended, my kids were really sad. And, uh, and last summer I had a boyfriend for like three or four months. And, and we also met each other's children because uh, there was, otherwise we couldn't you know, see each other uh, more often. But my kids already predicted like, yeah, he's really nice, but I don't think it's going to last that long. <laughs> I said, why are you saying that? Why? I don't know. It's my feeling. And my feeling's always right, mom. <laughs> Yo, kids are savage. I love children. <laughs> oh, God. So, but then uh, after that, I, I didn't date actually. So my dating life is uh, zero at the moment, but it's more... It's also because I met Bianca and we have uh, I, all my free time. I spent making videos with Bianca and I, I like that more than going on a date. Uh, Bianca, has there ever been anybody that uh, you introduced to your kids or thought about introducing to your kids? Uh, no, not, not in that way. Although he picked up on it uh, uh, once or twice. <laughs> but that's just... Yeah, even though he never saw anything from it but there's this is so clever huh okay yeah oh so, um but, uh, but no i i, I always uh, introduce him as just a friend and uh I, I never let them stay over when he was there or anything like that so and uh, yeah so that never happened yet i never met anyone in the last few years that um uh yeah with with whom it became so serious that i felt the need to introduce him properly to my kid I don't want to burden him uh, with it un unless it's really becoming something. But usually before the time it already ends. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I do have a, 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 well, we created a wonderful system. You're probably familiar with it if you ever watched our wonderful commercial. This is the one. The single moms getting late. <laughs> Unofficial single moms getting late support team. And our slogan. Because happy moms are better moms. <laughs> okay, how, well, do yeah, we, uh, <laughs> how do I get one of those? Uh, but it's, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but but it's it's, it's really uh, it, it it exists, of course. I mean, uh, in in our case, like if if uh, if we ever want to have a date, you know, I mean, well, I mean, of course, your your uh, your ex still lives nearby, and you you have a few nights off. But in my case, for example. I'm completely stuck unless he's going to sleep over at some uh, friend's place. So then it's nice to uh, ring around like, hey, can he stay over somewhere? So then at, at least I can have uh, a proper sleepover somewhere with, with a man, you know, not that your kids are barging in in the, in the morning or. <laughs> so you guys have that. So and that's uh, David. I don't know if you've ever seen like the, the whole uh, single mom support group, but it's, that's the purpose of it is creating that that support system yes. where they can dial each other up and go, Yo, listen, it's about to go down. Yeah. I need some backup. Yes. <laughs> can, exactly. can you keep my kid overnight? Because yes. mom's about to get it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Yeah, you're getting it. Yeah. Mom needs to blow some steam right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please help me out. Yeah. It's so, good for kids, you know, to have a more chilled out mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and and uh, before the whole video, uh, uh, Bianca gave me the T-shirt as a um, a gift. Was it? Yeah, oh. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was first. It was like uh, no, we already made a photo shoot with them. Yeah, and I made the T-shirt. Yeah, you made bags. a T-shirt as a gift for me because uh, I was because you you designed it yeah. as a gift because. I was uh, taking care of Valiant, like once a week, she wants to go on a date. And I said, <laughs> said, yeah, I can, you know, I can sleep over. And I was like, and then you came up with this, that I was the unofficial single mom getting late support team. <laughs> so yeah. she designed a t-shirt for me as a, a thank you. And then I said, okay, we're going to do a photo shoot with it. And, uh, and then it like, we made a video and yeah, stuff. And then the whole commercial just popped up like that and the slogan and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we've been at it for a little while. Um, it's time to wind down. But Clark, is there any uh, closing questions that you'd like to ask? So as your kids are getting older and it is, it's harder to, to sneak things by them, have you found that that's impacted your dating at all? I think it's easier. I don't know. I, I'm not dating for the, the last couple of months, but I think it's easier because uh, my last boyfriend last summer uh, I could easily go to his house and have dinner there and for not all the nights, but the, then my oldest son takes care of my youngest son. He brings him to bed. He, uh, um, you know, he makes dinner. But that's not really true. Actually, I just order a Domino's pizza. <laughs> 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 okay, I want to sound it like a better. No, it's it's just pizza then. And um, so that's I cannot do it so often because I cannot still cook. But there is, um, it's easier. Now, obviously, I have to get home at some point in the evening. I cannot make a sleepover, but I can uh, spend the night. We could spend the night with my uh, boyfriend without, you know, having him over uh, at my place where my kids are. So it definitely it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you, Bianca? Um, yeah, well, uh, for, for me also, I mean, uh, I'm more flexible now in the evenings that he, he can just uh, be on his own a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah well, well, I was thinking when Clark asked the question that it would be um, some, 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 something along the lines of your boy saying, um, no, mom, I don't want you with anybody else. You know, sort of like that protective, you know, stay away from my mom kind of thing. No. no well, yeah, but we ne we never got there yet because I never introduced him. To, I never got into a, a, a relationship that was sustainable enough to to get to that phase. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I don't. Uh, for me, two times I had a, like a, I had a new boyfriend over, and uh, my ex husband has a, had already had some girlfriends. They uh, he lived together with a girl, and so they and they all they met. I think they're they used they, to it. They used to it. They don't really. They think it's like interesting and they they never have jealousy or anything like that. I don't think so. Okay. No. All right. So looking back. I think my, my, sorry. I think my kids are just used uh, to have a lot of adults uh, hanging around my house. Mm -hmm. Friends and stuff. And if it's a boyfriend or. Uh, I think they think it's really gross if, if they see me kiss with somebody. They think it's like. <laughs> really really gross so um so we can make fun of that a oh, serious uh, interfering again. <laughs> uh, uh, but for the rest they're kind of used to see so many different adults i think uh, it's nice to have so many influences of, of other adults besides me to uh, to raise them as well 
you know, so, to have so it many takes people. a village. Yes, <laughs> yes. It, it, it absolutely does. So, um, thinking back on your lives, specifically with respect to parenting and and being, you know, married or or going from married to being single parents, um, is there anything that you would have done differently? Yeah, I, I uh, probably. Um, with what I know now, I didn't pick the right guy for me. And so now I know all the signs uh, when somebody is definitely not uh, good for me, how do you say it? But, um, and I was... Uh, but then you wouldn't have had these two beautiful boys. Yes. So. Yeah, but that was... A decision. It, it's, it was really hard uh, to... Um, yeah, I would have done things differently. Yeah, but at the same time, um, I'm also glad I met him and we got married and had kids. Uh, the only thing is that we stayed together too long, I think so. The last years were just dragging and trying to make something of it. And, uh, and now I think, oh, we had to like, made our, that decision earlier, that would have been better. Um, I don't know. On the other hand, I'm really happy with my life right now. I'm really happy with my kids, with my friends, with uh, my job. Uh, I think I'm maybe also because I'm older now. I don't know. I just I feel like I'm in a really good place and uh, I'm really grateful for that. So I don't good. know. D different. I, I don't know. Yeah. Good for you. Bianca? Uh, yeah, I don't know <clears throat> exactly what I could have done better because um, I mean I know my flaws they're definitely here it's just that I don't know if how I can do them better that's my issue what I find quite quite challenging is um, that I'm like hypersensitive <laughs> and I can get really stressed out by tiny things like sounds and, and noises or um, uh, if, if things are just off and and my kid is really he, he has these ticks where he constantly makes these kind of high noises and uh, we're not the, the greatest match when it comes to these things so that's quite a challenge for me to keep my cool and um, well I'm kind of um, a, a Latina kind of woman in a, in a Dutch uh, body <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm quite uh, temperamental I'm very explosive so, um, and that's that's um, that's my challenge so, so speaking of that, right, um, do you have a type, just in case anybody asks, what is your type? Yes. Because you know we're going to get the question. You know the DMs are going to start, and dudes are going to like, no. And I'm be, I want, wait, 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 but I want specificity, okay? Uh, tall, short, wide, dark, light, uh, uh, what? Bald. Bald hair, <laughs> hair on the face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, uh, I uh, a, a woman said, you know what you do. I, I, I said, I don't know. You know what? Who to date? Who is fitting with me? I said, you have to just make a list, and the picture has to be complete. And then I made a list for myself. And the thing is, I have to have a, a chemistry with somebody. Somebody has to make me laugh and somebody has to be reliable. And, and I had something else on my list. And I can't remember. And I think, you know, that's, 
that's basically my type. Yeah. So you can't say how it has to look like. No. Bianca? Well, for me, uh, definitely um, an intellectual Viking. <laughs> an intellectual that's, that's Viking. <laughs> so and tall blonde dude with who's brainy. <laughs> no, no, no. Dark hair can be as well, or curls, you know. But it has it has to show a lot of testosterone, like uh, you know, having chest hair and and a beard, or just a, it can be a small beard, you know. But you know, you can. I, I like that, yeah. And um, and a little older, yeah, like at least ten years <laughs> or so. <laughs> you like older men? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. Uh, I don't know what to do with uh, even men my age, but uh, even and, and especially if they're younger. I mean, uh, no. What, what what are they going to bring? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want some experience, you know, and that you yeah. have to explain the whole world to someone. All right. Okay. So, um, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Um, oh, yes, oh, yeah. you can find us on our Instagram. Uh, look at gone. Look at gone. G O N. Why don't you spell it? Uh, where we have it? <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Yeah, mine is not there yet because no. that by that time I still thought I was completely insignificant. <laughs> and uh, Signora Netjes, but yeah. you have to spell it out. S R A, and then uh, Netjes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> from that point, you will fi probably find me or not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, thank you very much. You're we welcome. Thank you. you. We appreciate you, and. Um, Wonderful job you're doing. Okay, thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you, thank for, you for having us in your show. Oh, thank awesome. You. It was awesome. Thank you for joining us. All right. Uh, very nice. Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night, ladies. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Clark, call right. that. Ladies, gentlemen, and consenting adults, thank you again for joining us for another episode of Single Dad, Why You're Mad. Uh, we appreciate you following us. We appreciate you tuning in and listening. Make sure to subscribe. Follow us on all the available podcast formats. Follow us on social media, predominantly our Instagram. Uh, we're also on Twitter. And uh, we have occasional videos posted on YouTube. David, anything else you want to add? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad?